What's up, you beauties? Welcome to another episode of Time Wide Radio, episode 13 of season five. Yes, lucky number 13. My name is Jim Icavone, and I'm joined by the one and only Jack Smith and boy wonder Travis Ballinghoff. If you're not listening live, which you should be tonight because we are on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, please make sure to subscribe, follow, and listen to us on Apple Podcast uh, or Spotify or YouTube if you're on there. Give us a subscribe. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to drop us a comment and, and leave a five-star rating while you're at it on whichever platform you, you choose to listen to. Uh, let's also shout out our affiliate site, fullpresscoverage.com. And while you're listening to the episode, check out our site, hwhockey.net, where you can now find the Pottery Bully podcast and the Time I Skates podcast. Uh, all right, Jack and Trav. So lots to get to tonight. Seems like, you know, in, in the world of the Philadelphia Flyers, there's always topics. There's always things to talk about. Uh, and tonight especially, right, uh, as much as I think we would all Love to get to the positives because there are a lot, believe it or not, with this Philadelphia Flyers team. Uh, obviously, we want to have a conversation about what happened yesterday. And just in case you haven't been on Twitter, just in case you haven't uh, had a chance to watch or, or you didn't get a chance to watch last night's game, um, Ivan Provorov. Uh, so let me last night was Pride Night, right, for, for the Philadelphia Flyers. I think the NHL teams uh, choose one night a year to hold a pride night and it's supposed to be a night of uh, inclusivity for the LGBTQ plus community. And uh, so, you know, what, what they do is they decorate the arena uh, and, and uh, the, the players last night were supposed to wear um, the pride uh, pregame uniform, pregame sweaters or shirts, uh, jerseys. So, and, and that all that's all great. You know, you want to be as inclusive as possible. You want people playing the game. You want fans to feel uh, included. And so that's what uh, I believe the message is supposed to be, right? Nobody's left out. Hockey's a game for everybody, for uh, fans of every ilk, for, you know, eventual players. You want everyone to feel included. It doesn't matter your skin color. doesn't matter, matter your sexuality. doesn't matter. If you're a fan of hockey, you're a fan of hockey. So last night, uh, Ivan Provorov was not in warm-ups. And if you were on Twitter, there was a lot of speculation. Was he traded? Does he have diarrhea? What's going on? Um, it turned out that Ivan Provorov was not in warm-ups last night because he chose not to wear the Pride warm-up jersey. Okay, so he didn't participate in warm-ups, and uh, I think after the game, owned up, he owned up to it and said what he had to say. I don't have the clip here, um, but in short, uh, it was because of his religious beliefs. He happens to be Russian Orthodox. So obviously, that's the talk today. Unfortunately, the news went nationally, uh, not just to the local uh, stations and networks, not just ESPN, uh, but it was all over TV, all over your social media today, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you were hearing about Ivan Provorov and the Flyers. And unfortunately, not in a good way. So, boys, I know there's a lot to talk about. I just wanted to preface a little bit for the listeners, just in case they hadn't uh, heard about this yet. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to hear 
your guys' thoughts and opinions. And for the listeners and, and viewers watching and listening live, we do have a comment section. Feel free to use it. If you're on StreamYard, you can drop a comment. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, feel free to drop a comment. We'll, we'll answer questions. And um, all I ask is for you to, to, to keep things PG, right? We know tensions are a little high. Be considerate. Uh, and rational in your comments and let's let's have an open discussion that's what we're here to do we're here to talk uh, and have open honest conversation um, understanding i think is the key to um it's it's a huge key i mean what's the point of having conversation if you're not going to come to understanding we don't all have to agree but we should try to understand so with that um jack thoughts on what happened uh yesterday well first things first it's going to be one of those nights. All right. I, I mean, I, I, there is one thing about this team, and it's even in a predictedly bad season, they somehow turn a corner and show some young guys start doing really starting to perform. And it's completely overshadowed by this. And that is, it's a shame, first and foremost, but it's just not out of, it's just with this team, it's just, it's almost status quo, it feels. Um, except for it's not because what Provorov did, in my opinion, personally, I disagree, but it is his right. And that's America. I can't, no, you can't argue that. I mean, it, that is what it is. If you don't like that, well, that's, that's the constitution. I'm sorry. You'll have to fight that. It's another fight and conversation, mind you, for another day. Um, about is how I feel that Provorov what his action did and the ramifications it had on flyers, fans, hockey fans, the organization and his teammates. And from that aspect, he, he just failed across the board. So when I look at pride night, you can say what you want about um, organization or corporations just, you know, milking us for money and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I do think it does some good for these, for uh, the gay gay community or whatever that you do cancer awareness, the military, all that. I do think it does some good for them. Um, and I feel like he put himself first in a situation where you should have probably put your teammates, fans of hockey, people who want to play hockey. Let's be real here. It's 2023. I'm sure in Kovrov's life, whether he knew it or not, he played with or against a gay player. Like I, I had that has to by law of averages that probably has happened, and nobody. This wasn't about. This wasn't a we're for gay marriage. When it was about the game and playing hockey, and that the game of hockey is for everybody, for everybody. That's it. So to make the stance, and in the whole religious belief things, you know, we'll get into that. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, that definitely irks me. Because people, for since the beginning of religion, have been picking and choosing what they want to justify their mean. They kill people, they they crucify people, they do whatever they want, and they manipulate the words of the Bible. It's been done from the beginning of time till today. So, and if he was across the board clean with his beliefs, maybe I'd be more inclined to be more understanding. But we know that's not the case. Um, so, yeah, so I feel like he – and then you look at, speaking of overshadow, Scott Lawton and JVR and all the good they did, and it's like nobody's talking about that. We're talking about this. And it, it, for me, 
it comes down to I, f- I just felt like he could have had an opportunity to just be a, the bigger man. Uh, he still could have felt the way he felt. I'm sure his teammates still had an idea of the way he felt and just not made a huge spectacle for this team that's already had a – I can't tell you how much negative attention brought to them over the last five years. And now they're being talked about in this light on CNN, Fox. Like forget forget NHL Network. For, you know, Like my God, they are the talk of the town again for all the wrong reasons. And we're sick and tired of seeing that. Again, it's he is completely within his right to feel the way he feels. Or argue that because I believe in whatnot and free thinking. You know, you can't force anybody to do anything. I just felt like in this scenario, it would have been the better teammate decision to just play along. You don't have to, I get it, but just just to just do it to appease the masses, to not put your entire organization team on the spotlight uh, i'll i'll let i'll move on to you guys because i could keep going and I, I will later but at the end of the, my initial reaction to this was like wow uh definitely did not see that coming i am beyond shocked yeah uh well said jack so yeah and and i want to so we're, we're having we're trying to have an open honest just a raw conversation so listeners i mean um just bear with us, I guess. I mean, uh, we're not experts on this sort of thing. You know, we're, we're a hockey podcast. And uh, unfortunately, this this happened to a hockey uh, This didn't happen to a hockey player. It happened uh, with a player on the team that we watch. And so we have to talk about it. Um, so we're not experts in any of this where we don't claim to be right. So if you're listening, you know, just, uh, listen with an open mind and, and keep that in mind. Trav, you're up. Uh, what do you think uh, about how yesterday transpired? Yeah. A lot of good points made by Jack there. I completely agree with a lot of them. Um, where to start. I mean, kind of like you started the show, we should be talking about that crazy goal Morgan Frost scored last night. We should be talking about Kevin Hayes' first career hat trick. Rasmus Ristolainen with a beautiful shorthanded goal. That's what we should be talking about, but we have to talk about this crap. It sucks. Um, This should have been a great night, and for some, it was a great night. Scott Lawton talked about that a lot. Um but this kind of tainted, like I couldn't imagine people who are part of the LGBTQ community, people who are allies, like the feeling they probably left that game with or when they got home from the game or they woke up this morning and saw it on their phone, like the pit in their stomach they probably felt is probably terrible. Like that's something I'll I'll never experience with this kind of thing, but I feel so bad for them people. Um, Kind of like what Jack said, it would have been nice if Provorov maybe just thought about everybody else and not himself, because that's what it seems like to me. Um, like I just said, we should be talking about other things right now, or we're not. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, I completely agree with the whole he has the right to do it, and he does. He can think whatever he wants. I'm not going to shame him for that. Do I agree with it? Hell no. This was supposed to be a night where the LGBT plus community and their allies feel like they're part of hockey because they go through shit that we won't understand. Um, and it just seems like he 
kind of like this is a night where Provorov's not saying, oh, I'm part of this community. It's supposed to be like, I respect you guys and I want you guys to be fans of hockey. I want you guys to know that you're welcome in our sport. And Jack made a great point. There's a, we can't guarantee it, but there's a good chance he's either played with or played against, or maybe he currently plays with, who knows, someone who's part of that community. We don't know. No one's come out, but it's very possible, just law of averages, like Jack said. And who knows what the hell they're feeling right now. Um, unfortunately, I'm not really surprised because I think this kind of went on for at least a year. I think they wanted to wear special pride jerseys last year, which honestly, them things looked sick. The all black with the rainbow numbers and letters. I thought they looked awesome. Um, <clears throat> but I think they kind of, this is, I heard this kind of went on last year as well. And they were like, all right, we're just going to stick with the optional tape. You don't have to use the tape if you don't want to. Because Provy didn't want to wear the jersey last year. And this year they kind of said, all right, well, you're going to have to toughen up. Hmm. So Provorov, I don't think this came to a shock to his teammates or shock or torts. Like, I think they knew this coming in. Um. This part is speculation on my end. I'm curious if it's like, all right, well, this asshole doesn't want to be part of our franchise. We're going to leave him hanging out to dry right now. You're you're on your own. You're going to fend for yourself on this one. We're wearing the pride jerseys. If you don't want to, you're on your own. You're going to face the backlash of whatever you get. Um, that part's speculation, but I could see that being a possibility. Um Yeah, we'll get into some other stuff, but that's my initial thoughts. Well, let's kind of explore that a little bit because there's been obviously trade rumors for Provorov for what seems like the last two or three years now, always around the same time of year, you know, rumors will come out. And uh, I think pretty recently, it's pretty well known, right, that uh, a couple players asked to be moved. Provorov is one of those guys. Uh, if you're management if you're um the gm if you're the coach and you know this guy wants to be moved i'm trying to i'm trying to see things from their end of the spectrum uh how does that help anything right like how does number one how does that help his trade value um how does that help him here uh i think it lowers his trade value i think number one because now you have a guy that's maybe disgruntled. If you are teams trading for him, you are now trading for a potential PR, you know, disaster, at least for this season. I mean, he's always, this is, he's going to be known for this now. Pro, pro Forever. And I'm not sure he thought that through or, you know, maybe what, who knows? I'm sure somebody mentioned to him, Hey, you know, you're going to be known for this for the rest of your life now is as, this is what they're going to label you as, whether you are or not. You're going to be that guy, right? And this is going to be a lot bigger than you think it's going to be. It's going to be a lot bigger than you just saying, you know, I don't want to wear the shirt or, hey, these are my beliefs. I'm not allowed to wear this. You know what I mean? Um, I would hope there's somebody in the Flyers organization that came out and said, hey, 
if you want to do this, this is how things are going to go. Are you sure you're prepared for this? Are you prepared for, you know, the shitstorm that's going to come based off this decision? I, I hope that somebody talked to him about that um, because the way that I perceive Ivan Provorov, I'm not sure that he's prepared to handle uh, this. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm just – Go ahead. Try. To touch on that, I mean, like we heard reports last season that him and his girlfriend, you know, they're always checking Twitter to see what what bad is being said about Ivan Provorov. I mean, we're all on Twitter. We all saw the backlash that he got. I couldn't imagine like what he's thinking in his head right now. Who knows? Oh. I hope he deleted. I hope he's not on there, and, and not because. So there are people out there that want him to be shamed that want him to feel negative things about himself. Um, and to these people, I, I think those people are hypocrites. I think two wrongs don't make a right. All right. So I'm going to say a little bit of my piece here. Um, I don't think there's ever a time to put somebody down or make somebody feel negatively about themselves. Even if what you think they did is wrong. It's not your place to make them feel that way. You can, there's a saying you get, you attract more flies with honey than you do vinegar, right? You are never, ever, if your goal is to change somebody's mind or to change somebody, number one, you're never going to do it with one conversation. Number two, you're not going to do it by being an absolute prick, right? So if the goal is to say, okay, Ivan Provorov doesn't understand what this night is supposed to be. He doesn't understand who it's for. Um, those kind of things. And this is why we were trying to get somebody um, who could maybe explain a little bit of this more. Because I mean, we're we're three straight white guys. Like, let's let's be honest, right? It would have been a lot a little easier um, or a little bit more insightful if we could have gotten somebody on the show that can maybe uh, talk to this a little bit more. Um, so I can only speak from my perspective. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of hurt, a lot of, uh, I don't want to call it hate because I don't think uh, people truly hate. I think they think they hate, but I don't think they truly hate. Um, so I can only speak from my perspective. Uh, I think, you know, uh, conversations that produce understanding uh, obviously are way more productive than, you know, a bunch of people running to Twitter uh, in outrage and saying the first thought that spews, uh, you know, out of their mind, right? And so I hope he deleted his Twitter. Again, not because, uh, you know, I don't want him to feel bad about himself. I don't think people need to feel shamed to learn. I think that's the complete opposite of what you want, right? So, uh, yeah, I hope he deleted his Twitter, to tell you the truth. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I think... I don't, I'm sure you guys were on Twitter today. Absolute shit show, which was to be expected, right? Well, I mean, people are always going to want blood for stuff like this. And that's something I just can't, I'll never be able to get behind. Yeah. Like certain groups, they just think that we come out perfect individuals and those who screw up are anomalies that must be dealt with. And that just blows my mind. There's no, nobody ever has a chance to grow or learn or anything like that. And, um, 
you know, he, if he had hate speech, that would have been a lot different, you know, but it, it just, I, I can't get behind that. Like, I, do I agree with it? Of course not. You know, and uh, it's for on two different fronts, on a personal front and on just a straight out teammate or, and people, somebody who performs in front of, in front of fans, you know, who's responsible for his paycheck when you think about it. Like you imagine somebody like who's part of the LGBTQ community and is and is a pro overall fan. And they, they have his jersey and then they wake up. I think that's what put this in my mind. They wake up to this or they her they're on Twitter and, you know, they hear about this and they find out the reason why. Like, geez, like I mean, they're, they're younger and they're coming up in hockey. Like, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, man. I even still, like Jim said, wouldn't want him to have to, like, get endless, endless hate male i guess and, until he's or i'm sure a lot of people want him he should retire or they should have benched him that was my, I, I thought that was hilarious like they're gonna bench a guy for his opinion you can't go down that's a slippery slope you start playing that game it, especially in corporate america when a guy's just kind of saying his beliefs his yeah. religious beliefs on top of that exactly like and it's like come on like at what point do we just say okay we don't like what was was done we're not fans of it we expected better but at the end of the day you have to respect somebody's uh feelings you don't have to like it mm -hmm. you know but that doesn't mean the person needs to ride off into the sunset or in some of these you know people's cases uh into a river of flames you know like it's just it, it just, you don't have to like it it is what it is but so to your point with all that, Jim, I definitely, definitely think that's all ridiculous. Some of the stuff I would say, the backlash I expected, the demands that were being said and the conversations that were being had about what should have been done and what the organization could have done better. I'm like, how can you put this on them at all? Like, it, they are in a damned if you do, damned if you don't position. Like, people didn't like what they, their, the quote that they had to come out with. You can't support Provorov and you can't outwardly deny him either. It is a lose-lose situation. Like they had Pride Night, give them that. You know, if you want to say they should have had some more hindsight in what Provorov was going to do and should have reacted better, well, what are they just never supposed to do it then? Like I, I they did the best they could. I shit on this organization every chance I get. I will not do it over this. This is this should all be focused on Provorov and just the ramifications of in a hockey sense. So that blew my mind that the people were, they were just attacking anything they could. And I do understand that a lot of people's emotions were definitely messed with, but I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not putting anything on the organization. I'm not putting anything on Tortorella or whoever for not benching him. No, he, he made a decision and he's going to have to live with it. Yeah. He has his reasons. If you want to get into his reasons, be my guest. I, definitely gives me pause when i think about it all the way through religious reasons okay pretty sure he lives with his unmarried girlfriend and i'm sure they're not playing chess so <laughs> uh yeah so i mean people i already went over that i'm not going to do it again but yeah so i i'll never I, this is one scenario that's really really bad for a bad look for this team and i'm, I'm actually gonna i'm not gonna I'm not going to kill him for it. I've done enough of that. This is not the situation for this. Is not the time for that. So, um, I just I, it just sucks. I just feel bad. And in a year, like I alluded to before, in a year where we're like, we just got to get through this year, guys. We just got to get through this year. It's going to be a bad year, you know. And now we're just finally starting to see some good. 
TK is looking like a real stud. Frost has scored his prettiest goal since his very first goal. He's looking more consistent. I like Tippett. I like Urson. Uh, you know, Ristolainen had one of his best games as a flyer. Like, it's just things were starting to turn around. And then this just puts a, a huge halting stop to everything. And it's that everybody across the board has to stop and address it in some way, shape, or form. And there is just no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just something I don't think – and it, I don't know when it's – what the end is. Is it when they trade him? Because I was already on the outs with Provorov. I was already incredibly disappointed. And I've said this to you guys in the, in the chat, like – I loved when they drafted him. I thought the Devils were going to take him. They were a defensive team. They took Zaka instead. I thought he's better than Hannafin as a prospect coming out. I, I thought he was the best defenseman in the draft. They landed in their laps. This is how you do a rebuild, yada, yada. And he is. he had a couple of years on the upswing. And since then, it's really since the bubble, it's been all downhill. And, Jim, we've heard murmurs before like well before this year, like two years ago, that he was making comments to teammates, allegedly, and we guess us canceled here, um, that I'll be in Toronto or Vegas by this time. Or just words that he is looking to get out once out. He's done everything but make a formal trade request. And I don't think that what he did was a calculated plan to help himself get traded because – as we've all stated, it completely nuked his trade value. But I think he's at a point where he just doesn't give a rat's ass anymore. He's so disgruntled. He's so pissy. He, I'm, I, I, saw, I don't know if you saw Anthony Sanfilippo's uh, tweet about the casino night, which a lot of fans paid some money to be at. They went to do donations, whatnot. And all, a lot of the players and coaches and whoever were there. And Provorov's off in a corner with his girlfriend, ignoring everybody in their own little – He's mentally, he's already gone. Like, and it's, and now I don't know what he was thinking. I think he's stupid, but I don't think he did himself. Well, he knows he didn't do himself any favors by pulling this crap. I do think in the long run, the flyers are going to be forced to accept a lot less to move him now. And maybe because he's been here longer than he's liked, um, he's willing to wait it out until things settle down. If they do not exactly the best time in history for that. But uh, I do think that the Flyers are no longer looking for or going to get this haul, which may actually lead to him getting traded. I don't want to say sooner rather than later, so I don't know the timeline. It's definitely not going to be anytime soon, soon. This has to, the dust has to settle, and it's going to take a while. But come on, man. Tony Brown played for five different franchises. Somebody will reach take this guy at some point i don't know when it will be we're going to get screwed in the deal and it's not going to be the gm's fault this time and it's it's i think it was one in many things in Provorov's mind that i'm done in philly i'm done i don't care who knows it i want to add to that i didn't see ant's tweet about the casino night but i actually heard similar today um i knew a couple people who were at the casino night and one person told me that exact same thing. Like he wasn't talking to fans, teammates, like him and his girl were just holding hands in the corner, not doing jack crap about anything. Like Provorov, like things that I've heard, like kind of a weird dude. Like I don't, I don't remember if I was a guest on your show or maybe Jim was on my channel, but we talked about Jeru's 1000th game. And I noticed that, he like hugged Giroux and he was kind of all over him in the pregame ceremony. And that was strange because 
like the average fan probably doesn't know this. Um, if you go to a practice, Provorov does not talk to anybody unless Zamula when he's up. Like he just sticks to himself. If you watch in warm-ups, Provorov is just off on the blue line doing his own thing. He doesn't talk. Like, you see guys banging each other in the corners on the half wall. Provorov doesn't get involved in any of that. He just stick handles by himself at the blue line, gets off the ice. Like, And we've also heard last season, like, th- he might not be the best teammate. Like, it all kind of adds up, um, especially with the casino night. I, I can't believe I didn't see Ant's tweet, but I heard that similar today. Um and kind of like what you just said, Jack, I think there was a trade. I don't know how close it got, um, but there were talks on deadline day with the Blues, like something was going on there. Um, they've had interest for a while. You mentioned the or the Golden Knights and the Maple Leafs. I've heard that as well. I've heard Kings, and I've also heard the Penguins. Um, from a hockey perspective, I mean, you're not trading them anytime soon. Um it's going to have to be a summer thing. Right. I mean, especially like I was talking to an Oilers fan the other day and like Puyarvi was scratched and it's like, okay, well, I wouldn't mind the Flyers taking a chance on Puyarvi, but like he'd have to be like the third piece in the deal. Like I'm thinking a first rounder, I'm thinking a high end prospect and maybe Puyarvi as a throw in. There's no shot we're getting that now. No. Nah. Um, you mentioned the whole value, his trade value plummeting. That definitely for sure happened, but I mean, we saw what Tony D'Angelo got and I don't want to compare the situations because they're different, but there are some similar similarities in there just as far as the whole controversial thing goes Um, and like bad PR kind of thing. Well, we ended up trading a second, a third and a fourth for Tony. So like his value, it eventually spiked back up um, once he showed he can, you know, he's, he's still a good player. And yeah. you mentioned Antonio Brown, like these, these GMs, whatever, they're just trying to win games. They, at the end of the day, they don't really care if Provrov's going to help them win games and they can get a good deal on them. They'll do it. It may take time. Um, another team I thought about was the Canucks. I have a Canucks. I have a friend who's a Canucks fan and there's like a lot of talk up in Vancouver. Like Provy's the guy we got to get in here. Hmm. There's no chance they do that now because no. they're very, very, very inclined to help out the LGBT community and a lot of, a lot of other, uh, excuse me, a lot of other causes. Um, there, that front office isn't going to touch them now. I don't, I don't even think that's like a, uh, maybe you know, dust will settle and like no. you know, they're they're not trading for Ivan Provorov now. There's so, going to be people that aren't going to forget this. I mean, there's going to be, don't get me wrong, there's going to be fans that are going to say, oh, yeah, that happened, you know, let's watch hockey. But there are fans that were actually affected by this. Yes. Right? So, uh, and, you know, every market has fans that were affected. And like you said, if he goes to a market like Vancouver, they're not going to forget that, you know. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. Def- yeah, definitely not anytime soon. And if it is in the summer, which I could see the dust settling enough and so much craziness in the summer that he gets moved for like hagging a third. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, look at baseball. How many players beat their wives and still play? Yeah, Google Herrera was just yeah. here. 
this like, is a thing that's better or worse than this like seriously like like come on well, man like it, ha- it it's just sad but these owners mainly because all they care about is winning you think comcast is a good company luckily they're trying to offload them in this regards but these guys are billing you when you don't even have what they're offering you mentioned Comcast. Some lady who passed away in her apartment. You know, like they, they, I mean, there's absolute scumbags who most of these. Well, I shouldn't say most, but a good amount of these owners are. They're so, absolute scumbags. You brought and up Comcast, and they're they're obviously they're a corporation. I'm sorry to say this, they had this coming, <laughs> right? And so. Here's my solution to this kind of thing. People are going to hate it because, you know, obviously everybody loves jerseys and, uh, you know, different colored jerseys, uh, you know, military night, uh, uh, hockey fights, cancer night, uh, pride night. Do away with the pregame sweaters. In in what other sport do they wear, you know, these kind of things, right? And I'm not saying it because – these players shouldn't have to wear them. No, it puts people in these sort of positions and whether you agree with why they, why they don't want to wear it or why they should wear it, you know, like who's it for? Uh, So having said that, I I think the other side of that is if, if you are a young kid and you, and I guess you see your idol wearing this Jersey, I guess you feel like, okay, uh, you know, they accept me, right? Here's here's my thing with these dirty corporations, right? A lot of these guys, a lot of these, a lot of players in every sport, we're just talking about hockey because it's the one that we watch. These players, they don't all, all agree with your political beliefs, believe it or not. Uh, they don't all agree with, you know, uh, they don't all think the same way as you do, right? I'm sure there's a lot of players out there that that don't like people like me, that uh, that aren't very religious, right? That whatever it is, uh, and you have to be okay with that. Um, where these corporations get in trouble, you know, they they do these huge things uh, for mil- military night, for example. They make a huge deal about military night. The players have to wear the military jerseys. What if you don't support war? You know, not that you don't support military and the people that risk their lives, but what if you don't support that? Now you have to wear this jersey, right? You don't see anybody uh, not wearing the jersey, but it, it puts people in, whether it's for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, or five, you're, there's, it looks like they're supporting something that maybe they don't. So I'll ask, would you rather uh, somebody genuinely want to wear something to support you or would you rather just see them uh, parade out in a jersey that they don't really care about for 15 minutes because it makes you feel good do you know what i'm saying yeah Uh, i never really thought of it like that um i'll speak for myself just real quick i would rather see guys wear what they want to support right um if you want to support lgbtq plus and you choose to wear the jersey, that would mean a lot to me. If I was, you know, I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, like the, you're not my bad. I didn't mean to call you no, off. No, it's whereas if I see, I think I used, uh, all right. So for like Italian night, let's just say, right. If the players had to wear pizza jerseys, right. <laughs> to show support for Italians. And, 
you know, one of the players came out and said, I'm not wearing that stupid thing. Like, whatever. Uh, or even if he said, you know, I don't really, I'm not crazy for Italians. You know, I had bad experience with Italians growing up. I would say, okay, his life experience is different than mine. He doesn't want to wear the jersey. Doesn't offend me. He's different. For the ones that chose to wear it, cool. Thanks. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I Not only do I know what you're saying, I think it's a good point. I think it's more meaningful for those who, um, you know, because I saw a couple of tweets about people who are uh, in the LGBTQ community, and I'm not going to get those letters the more I drink in the right order every time. I'm waiting for them. But they were kind of like, if the team's forcing you to do it, it doesn't mean jack shit to me, you know? Right. And um, to your point, Jim, if somebody, if they just have the option, and I guess the jersey available or a patch or something or a ribbon, um, and they choose to wear it, you know, then kudos. And obviously, if you're somebody who, you know, is watching and is of one of the cat communities, um, yeah, I think it would, I, I don't know, I'm saying I think it would mean a lot more because it's, it's genuine. Right. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. I, just me personally, I, I tend to be a people pleaser. At least I've been told that. So if somebody says, hey, here's a jersey, it's going to make this crowd feel good, get more people in the game, whatnot. I don't think twice. So when I see like this, it's kind of like, and then a little bit of hypocrism, hypocrite, hypocrisy. See, I, I'm done. <laughs> we know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> With the religious beliefs, it's a little different, but to, to the, the overall point you're making, I think it's a strong one. I, I definitely, definitely think it would need more on both sides and you're not putting people in this awkward situation they want to be in. And, um, there's, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's a tweet or not a tweet. There's a message I'm referring to when I say this, this is not of my own accord, but I am uh, pretty confident that there's other players in the NHL who have probably refused this request. Yeah, I, um, I never thought about it, but the very first thing that popped into my head when you proposed this, Jim, was the my cause, my cleats. Uh, game that they do in football. There you go. Yeah. Maybe have players customize their own jersey for whatever they want to support for that night. That's fine. Or maybe in baseball, you know, like they do the Jewish Heritage Nights, the Latino Nights. Maybe do it like baseball. They don't have special jerseys they wear. Um, they do do the camo and the pink and the blue for Mother's Day, Father's Day. Okay. Um, so I guess they do do it in baseball a little bit. They don't do the LGBTQ jerseys or anything like that, but maybe like maybe you do some special giveaways where like um, I remember the Phillies gave away Phillies yarmulkes on Jewish heritage night no or they gave away rainbow socks on LGBTQ night. Like maybe make it like a giveaway thing. Um, I don't know if that's the right or wrong answer. That's just kind of the first thing that popped into my head. Like that's, that's one more thing they could, think about at the very least yeah um well and that's the thing like the conversation that we're having it's you know none of us think that we are right we're just having conversation and anything that we're talking about or suggesting we mean well by it right you know what i mean so you know we don't want anyone to, to get offended we mean well having this conversation um you know we're you know if, if you're if you're watching live it looks like there's a, a bunch of you that are you know, drop a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Because I think the part of having conversations, at least for me, I, I love talking to different people. You get to see into their world a little bit. You get to see 
the world from a different perspective, a different lens. You know, one thing that I love so much about life, you could have five people looking at a painting and have people five and you could see five different things. Do you know what I mean? You're looking at the same thing, but five different people will tell you something different about what they see. And I think that's amazing. And so what I think is important is in conversation to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes position. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, from, from, you know, the LGBTQ plus community, which we're trying to do, you know, we're trying to see things from their perspective. And I, I think we are as best we can. Uh, and at the same time, for those who are maybe upset and angry, which we're not saying you don't have a right to be, at least try as hard as it may be, because I know it is hard sometimes when, especially when you disagree with somebody who soon doesn't like you and you have right. a right to assume that it's, it's so hard to try to see from their perspective, right? For, from somebody's perspective who it looks like they don't like you. I challenge you, give it a shot. You know, I, I'm not saying you have to feel bad uh, or have compassion. Just try to look at life through his lens a little bit, you know, and, and, and try to do it without um, getting angry. And, and I think understanding is very important. Even if you don't agree, you can still try to understand. And uh, that, that's, that's all. That's my message. And I, I'm trying to do that on both sides. I'm trying not to say, yes, Ivan Provorov was right for what he did. Yes, you guys are right for being very angry. Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm trying to see both sides here. I don't think it's my right. responsibility like, to to say that you people are right, you people are wrong kind of deal, you know? Like as a straight white male, like you said, like it I just it's something I don't know how they feel, but I completely understand the outrage that it caused caused last night. Like what was it like up in the booth, up in the box? Were people talking um, about it? <laughs> uh a little bit so um uh so around 6 45 i sent the text out to somebody and i said uh what's up with provorov and this person's very well in the know and he he said it's because of the jersey so i kind of knew before a lot of others did um but nobody really said anything until we were in the elevator and I'm not sure who it was. Cause I was at the front of the elevator and it happened in the back, but someone pulled out their phone and said, uh, Frank, well, they said Frank and they showed, uh, someone their phone and it was silence for a little bit. And then the, the same person goes, um, it's going to blow up like a tick. <laughs> and I thought he said uh, he blew up as a tick in reference to Frank. <laughs> um, was he in the elevator? No, but he's at a lot of the games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I thought someone was making fun of his weight. I didn't know that he sent out the tweet as soon as the third period ended about the report. I actually didn't think it was going to get out there. Yeah. Um, but nobody actually said anything until we got into the conference room and we all kind of pulled out our phones and it's like, Oh, like I was like, Oh, that's what he meant. Like I misheard him. He's <laughs> talking about Frank's tweet. It's going to blow up like an ick. Cause you saw the PR message. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, we were in the elevator when that happened. It, 
Um, I was sitting next to Amadeo. You know Amadeo. Yeah, good guy. And we were thinking, um, oh, I shouldn't say we, but he was like talking to me. And he's like, man, I don't see Chuck or Danny B over there. Like, you think a trade's going down? And and then um, he kind of says, this was like halfway through the first period. He's like, um, you think it has anything to do with the jersey? And I just kind of shrugged my shoulder because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the guy to come out with it. That's not my place. But yeah. Oh, well, I mean. What else is there to talk about here? You know, we could probably talk about this uh, all night long. I, I do want to – I don't want to give Provorov a pass here. I don't know Provorov. I've talked to him once, and it was a very, very, very brief FaceTime call about a year ago. I don't know him. Um, I don't agree with what he did, but like I said, he has every right to do that. In the CBA and as a constitution – in the constitution – um, living in this country, he had every right to do that. I kind of wonder, do you guys remember last year when like there was something, um, going on with Panarin and Putin and Panarin couldn't really talk about it because he had family over there and like he couldn't, it sounded like he had a lot of things to say about Putin that he did say, and he thought his family was in trouble this is just speculation on my part and it's probably unlikely, but I think it's a very slim possibility that maybe this is the case. Maybe someone told him over there, do not put that Jersey on Hmm. and Malkin wears it. Ovechkin wears it. Panarin wears it. I could be way off, but that thought did cross my mind today. I guess it's a very slim possibility. I don't think it's out of the realm. Yeah, how they are over there. I would. Who knows? After right. what they did to to Fedotov, or uh, yeah, to Fedotov, like, <laughs> you know, I think anything's possible. Like, I, I don't know. I will say, from what Jim said, like, one thing I'll say in Provorovs, I don't even want to say defense, but like situation, um, having these nights where you could find yourself on the side of, oh, I don't really agree with that. Like, that is tough for the player. You know, it, that is that is definitely tough for the player i i just wish i guess i also assumed i just assumed that people were put their in and the more that comes out about Provorov, and i was already like this guy needs to change the scenery before any of this yeah you know so it's easier for me to be like yeah see you um you know but i just hoped that like he'd be like just do it for 10 minutes or whatever exactly and then then take his concerns to the proper people but like listen i didn't want to blow up the organization I didn't want to put you on national TV with this and bring a negative light to me, to you, to whatever. Um, I don't feel comfortable with this. I really, I brought this to you before you kind of forced it on me. Now Um, I don't want to do it in the future and I'm not going to, you know, so can we just work something out? Can we, you know, like, you know, just like talk like adults, you know, and it's, it could be, all be behind the scenes, whether you think that's his views are right or not are irrelevant. You know, because he's entitled to him, and he could a lot of could have been avoided. And um, you know, I, I don't know what the correct answer is. I don't think anybody does, but I do think it's something that should have been considered. Um, I come from the elk, where like how I've just no hate. Like, how do you have an issue with this? You know, so 
I just um, I assume that I like to see the good in everybody and assume they'll make the right decision. So uh, the I'm sorry, the better decision PR wise, I shouldn't say right. Um, I, I was always I always viewed myself as a better teammate than I was a player. And I just assume that those who are very good, it, the, the, the teammate part's the easy part. You know, the, the being good, you're usually you're born with it or you work really hard or a little bit of both or you figure something out. But the teammate part was always pretty easy. But the more that comes out about him, I, I, I can't I won't give him a pass because of how selfish he was in this whole thing. Um, I don't think it's just on him, but it's it's a what a black eye. What an absolutely black eye for the Flyers right now. Um, since it's being thrown around, I'll bring it up. Um, there's this silly argument going around that Provorov breached his contract. I'll read to you the uh, part that they – I don't think he did, but this is what nah, – Yeah, I read that earlier. Yeah, to cooperate with the club's the club and participate in any and all reasonable promotional activities of the club, which will, in the opinion of the club, promote welfare of the club and cooperate in the promotion of the league and professional hockey generally uh i don't think he broke the contract it says reasonable so as soon as any lawyer would whip that into a tailspin be like yeah religious beliefs are we done here you know like so yeah, I, I actually let me uh i actually did not read that i read something else in the cba today that wasn't that i apologize i didn't hear that um i don't know maybe it, it, i, I kind of i guess i kind of understand why people think maybe he did but you could definitely fight that i mean it's all reasonable promotional activities that that verbiage there i that gives him an out yeah. i mean that is a little ridiculous like it's i'm glad it says reasonable if that was my contract and it said you're gonna do whatever uh we want you to on promotion i'd be like okay i kind of have an issue with that like who knows what they're gonna roll out like i don't know you know something like this to me yeah it's reasonable but that's me he may not think he, religious beliefs, and I think this doesn't even make it past, you know, whoever the first official is they bring it to. So I think it's silly. He clearly didn't violate it. It says reasonable right there. I don't know, Jim. You got thoughts? So what are people asking for? They're they're saying that he breached it, his contract and he should be what? Yeah. I I would assume if you breach your contract, you you're entitled to uh, to terminate it. I think something similar happened with Richards with L.A. So I mean, like, all right. So like, let's let's take a look at this for a second, because this is the kind of I was gonna. This is the kind of stuff that I think there needs to be a line, right? Like, we can we can talk about things, we can have conversations, we can come to understandings. This is the kind of stuff the extremism needs to stop, and not just in the hockey community. Uh, you know, it could be a bigger conversation. This guy didn't do something that you did that you that you didn't agree with. Or that you did agree with, he didn't do it, so you're calling for his job. I I can't get behind that. To me, that's total absolute bullshit. When you start going through the legal stuff, number one, the corporation started this mess, puts the player in this position, right? Now you're coming after the player. He doesn't deserve to have a spot in the National Hockey League because he his beliefs don't align with yours. That bothers me. That really upsets me, actually. Well, yeah, right? this guy spent his entire life learning and to play hockey, you know, training for it. I'm sure his family made sacrifices. And well, now I'm, you're going to. I'm gonna not sitting here telling people to, to go to church every Sunday. You're going to hell. 
Do you know what I'm saying? It's believe what you want to believe, right? You're going to go where, where you're going to go. I'm going to go where I'm going to go. That's just how I think. I'm, I'm very much an individualist, right? People want people blood. Have own, you have your own thoughts and beliefs. I don't want everybody thinking like me, right? Right. I, I want people to have their own thoughts, to be their own people. And so when people start bringing up contracts and ruining people's lives because they don't agree with what you agree with, then I start to get a little bit, I get a little angry about that. I'm sorry. Well, it's like, it's like um, we say he's entitled to his opinion. We all kind of like agree with that. Most people don't have any, much of a comeback to that. And then this pops out and it's like, they're getting, they're getting around that. They're finding a way around that. Like, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. By the way, you breached your contract. You're fired. Like, okay. Like, come on. Like, like, I hate, I really dislike what he did. I strongly dislike what he now, did. Because now you're just trying That's to ruin somebody's him. life. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody you doesn't upset, deserve. But it, when you start trying to ruin someone's livelihood, it's yeah. it's a little it's a little bit hypocritical, right? Because you want compassion, you want you want to be treated a certain way, you want to be included. Like I said in the beginning of the show, trying to ruin somebody's life. Is not going to change his mind. He's if if there wasn't hate there before, there will be hate. So what you're attempting to do, you're doing the complete opposite. And so I'm sorry, I, I just can't. The people that are doing that, those people need to uh, figure themselves out a little bit. Like what, you're so angry, you're so angry to this point. Let's do some work on ourselves a little bit. Let's figure ourselves out. Why are we this angry? You didn't wear you didn't wear a shirt. 22 other guys did. Right? Don't you're going to try to ruin this guy's life? Come on, guys. Come on. People, I'm telling you that some certain people they they will not be happy until consequences are passed. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's not going to happen. Like just be, you know, these Twitter lawyers, I mean, the, the, Ivan Provorov is going to have a job in the NHL. You know what I'm saying? It's just unfortunate that that way that that train of thought. I'm sorry, it just strikes a chord with me, guys. I'm sorry. You know, I, don't I, I don't. You. I mean, it takes a little bit to get there, but it's like, come on, like passionate about. But I still agree with what you're saying. Like, right. <laughs> this is the point that people get to with this stuff. Like, you, you're you're so offended, your your ego is so bruised that you you automatically resort to how can we how can we fire this guy? I hate him. I hate this guy. Right? Isn't the opposite of of what we're we want to preach love is love. And, and here I mean, we are hating this guy because he didn't wear the shirt that we wear. Come on, guys. That's how it starts. Like people like that, they come in with the, there is no hate, only love. Why are you doing this? And then they're the same people that are like, well, then you need to be stripped of your job, the way to feed your family yes. and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, that's where the hypocrisy comes from. Oh, I got it right. I said it right. Right. And, that, <laughs> and that's, that's where my line is drawn. Right. Because I can I can get behind. Everybody should be included. You know, we should all we should treat each other the way we want to be treated. Right. That's that's my philosophy and how I treat people. I want to be treated nice. So I treat other people nice. When you go to that level, it's it's your message is no longer, at least to me, coming through the way maybe you're intending it to come through. Now it's just pure hate. And I, I, I can't get on board with that. I'm sorry. So, you know. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate that that it comes to that point. Um, yeah, I mean, Jack, thanks for thanks for putting that in. I I saw that in the group chat there. That was good to bring that up. But uh, 
Yeah, what else, guys? We got a, we're coming up on an hour, so we could spend a couple more minutes on this if you want, and then we can change the subject. Uh, what are you guys feeling? I mean, I, I, I don't even have enough left in the tank for final thoughts on it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I mean, it just, we I'm know. Sure it's we not all... going to be the last time we talk about it, you know? Definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. I mean, the Provorov watch is on. I don't expect anything to happen anytime soon. Um, I'm sure he's not the only player. You know, the other ones maybe not have been put in that situation. It, it's a, sh- I, I personally feel like that's a shame, but it's okay. It, it, you know, it is what it is. Like, well, I think we'll get there one day. And if we don't in my lifetime, I'll still sleep soundly at night. You know, it's, it's okay. People can feel certain ways of freedom of thought and expression. I believe in that more. So, you know, let's, uh, let's move on. It's, it's please, please, for the love of God, like, the season's <laughs> going to be long enough as it is. And just when it was getting like, okay you know yeah this happens so um yeah i don't i don't expect anything to happen with Provorov uh trade wise off season at the earliest maybe yeah. draft which is still off season so like, and even then i don't know uh what i do know is the return we get from him is going to be horrible it's going to be bad it's going to everybody's going to go wow okay so we just freed up 6.75 million that'll probably be the best part of the trade. So here's yeah, a question for you guys. I guess we can sort of somewhat transition here. Okay. Hi and wide listeners. That's the end of part one. Hope you're enjoying the show. Make sure to check out episode two of season five, episode 13, when it comes out later on this week.